Welcome to the For Columbus Podcast. Sharing inspiring stories of local faith leaders from congregations, parachurch ministries, and the marketplace. With your host, Adam Ward. Well, hello, listeners. I, man, <laughs> Steve, I'm here with Steve Combs, and he is the, still the most downloaded episode that we have. Um, we're now on the rebranded For Columbus podcast. Nice. It was previously the Columbus Area Church podcast. Now we're there for Columbus Podcast. I'm sitting in his sanctuary at Rathmel and Parsons on the south end of Columbus. And Steve, it's been two years since we did this man, man. recording. And you had your whole Easter set yeah. set up then. And we knew each other, you know, a little bit. Yeah. But our friendship has gotten so deep yeah. since then. And I'm just yeah. thrilled to have you on the podcast yeah. today. Yeah. Uh, man, I love you. <laughs> I love what you're about, man. You inspire me, and I learn from you a lot. So I uh, always love hanging out with you. So, yeah, it's good. Uh, so I'm sitting here. I, <laughs> I don't have notes. This is my first episode with no notes. Yeah. And I just wanted to talk and share with people what's happened the past 14 months at leave a mark and so prior to that i mean if you haven't heard steve's testimony go back and listen to it find that episode it's one of the first three or four episodes that we that we did um absolutely amazing how this church was founded steve's past and how he would do anything for a piece of candy and that's how he got to sunday school and did a burnout in a bar with his Motorcycle to dedicated as pastor, the yeah. bike pastor, and just incredible story. Um, raised a bunch of money to buy this impossible piece of land, and then uh, and then COVID hit. Right. And I remember Steve, you, you know, us talking and you saying, "Well, I, I don't know what to do, but I do know what to do." Mm-hmm. And Thursday, you did a funeral. Mm. for a member right and saturday you did a funeral for another member yeah tell us how those two were tied together yeah with covid right and how it's a happy story despite the loss right yeah so we all know that when uh covid hit man we were all like you know what what are we gonna do um so we were seeing some great things happen before COVID hit. We were, we were growing uh, first-time guests, unchurched were coming. Um, our attendance was going. We were just seeing some really great things, and we were talking a lot about, man, we need to really pull the trigger on building a, a new auditorium. And so once that all came down, you know, in, in March, uh, Wow, we said, you know, is that something that we're still going to do, you know? We knew we were going to have to grow numerically and financially even to make that happen. And so just even thinking about how COVID was coming in, we thought, wow, is this even going to happen now? Not even maintain what we have, but even thinking about growing in that. So, you know, what would that look like? And so uh, when it 
when it came that, you know, hey, church is uh, probably not a good idea that you have people in them, we just made a really strong pivot. And one of that was because uh, uh, Eddie, the funeral I did on Saturday, he's a very passionate guy, full in with us here at Leave a Mark. And we just started talking like, man, we, we got to utilize our property. 40 acres, 40 right? 40 acres. You know, and... Um, We've always utilized, utilized this property. We always use it as evangelism to reach our city. And we put a $150,000 Leave a Mark Park in, half-mile walking path, playground for kids. And so we didn't have a building that we could offer the community, but we had property and space to offer our community. And so Eddie says, man, I could get this massive flatbed trailer. Someone else said we could do FM radio. And we're like, we're in. And so Easter Sunday, we that was our first Sunday. And um, man, we were clueless the impact that it would make. Mm. I mean, we are, you know, we're full on, you know, we want to make a difference in a broken world. But we, we were clueless how significant that would be with just welcoming people. We lined our parking, you know, our drive with with our church, waving people in smiling at them, embracing them, loving them. They now, when you say lined your driveway, yeah. you have a long, winding right. driveway to yes. get in. Yes. And you had used this previously at the NAS with the biker. Yes. And you said, let's do that here because of the isolation it's, that people were feeling. And you wanted people to feel welcome. We wanted people to feel loved. They, we wanted to let them see our smile, hear our voice. We love you. We're glad you're here. And I'm telling you, it did something deep in our church. And people started coming. And it was an awesome, it was an incredible win. I mean, at so many levels, encouraging people. Man, we people were bringing their dogs to the service in their car. So we started having dog treats and we're giving dog treats. And whole families sitting in a car, doing church together, worshiping together, kids outside of the sunroofs. It just, it was huge. It was packed. People are coming. Visitors start coming. Um, people are coming to Christ. And uh, one of those guys that came to Christ, unchurched, didn't go to church, uh, all of a sudden he's like, man, we need, we, we need God. We, we need, what do we do? Well, there's a church that's doing drive-in. And so they show up here. They come to Christ. And uh, little little did they know that less than a year later, they w- I'd be doing the guy's funeral on Thursday night here. Well, the guy got saved, and I'm doing his funeral Thursday night, and it occurred to me, I've got a funeral Saturday of my friend Eddie, who it was, you know, he was a catalyst in making that happen. So I do this guy's funeral Thursday, who, you know, is uh, is a product of generosity from a guy who died tragically, and I'm doing his funeral Saturday, and uh, these two never met, you know, here at church, you know, going to different services, but, you know, they met in heaven last week. <laughs> and just the impact of somebody saying, what if? And all of a sudden, man, we're, it was on. Steve, you have, yeah. I, I can't believe the number of stories you have of yeah. people that weren't saved, got saved, died, 
mm. and are in heaven now mm. that would, shouldn't have been in, in heaven. Mm. And this and two more this past week. Yes. Um, it's just it's just phenomenal. So I want to I want to dig into a couple things. Okay. So first of all, when I drove onto the property this morning, parked in the parking lot, there's probably about 20 or 30 cars out there. Mm-hmm. There's guys all over. I see a giant mower going. I see a small zero-turn <laughs> mower. I got, we've got people meeting in the lobby. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's always like that. Every time I come here, mm-hmm. there's just people all over doing yeah. stuff. Yeah. So, so you've built this culture of, and, and they're volunteers, yeah. right? It's not, you don't have this huge paid staff. Right. And they're all here and, and doing stuff. And there's the leaders all over the city. How, how can I get that same mm-hmm. amount of volunteers? Tourism out of my people. Yeah. What, what do you think? Mm-hmm. I mean, what is it that that pushes that yeah. with 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 your people? Yeah. Uh, so I I like to think that you know we're radically committed to hospitality. We're radically committed to uh, we love you, and we're so glad that you're here. We've been praying for you. We've been waiting for you to get here. And we want to love you. We want to serve you. We, we want every single person to feel like, man, we love you so much. And so uh, people are, I think, you know, what's kind of happening here at Leva Mark is kind of people's last hope. You know, they've tried church, they've tried God, whatever. Uh, and now they're looked down on choices that they've made. And more and more people are coming here. You know, somebody told me that, Maybe, maybe I can find help and hope here at Leva Mark. And so they come, they're loved, they're valued, and the next thing you know, they're getting saved, and they are now giving that away, you know? And so it's just, it's just, it's just who we are, you know? It's, we like to say, like, we like to serve out of the overflow. It's like, it's just this cool thing, this hunger for God, and... You know, we have people that really are serious about their faith and spending time with God, and God's filling them up, and it's overflowing on others. And it's just, I mean, it's just really special. It's amazing. And leaders, if, if I mean, if you want to experience this, some of you out there have something similar, but if you don't have something similar, this campus is always open. Mm-hmm. And you can come down and you can see this on a weekday or a weekend. Yeah. There, there isn't a time when this campus has no cars on it. <laughs> um, yeah. And it's just incredible. Now, Steve, I'm, I'm going to go back to the flatbed. Yeah. So let's go back to March 19th, March 26th, yeah. the first two weekends. Yeah. Ch- yeah. Uh, you know, churches are yeah. closing all over Columbus. Right. Yeah. Uh, de- deciding if it was serious or not. A lot of churches didn't even do Easter last year. You say we're going to do a flatbed yeah. Easter uh, service. Um, there were a couple churches in Columbus that did drive-ins. And at the time, I was skeptical. Um, I, I wasn't sure what it would be like. And then you asked me to come speak or pray. I think it was yeah, a Wednesday yeah, night. Yeah, uh, and, Wednesday. And, um, and I came out to one of your drive-ins. Yeah. And it was what an incredible experience. Yeah. Um, people honking instead of clapping and saying <laughs> amen. Um, yeah. Just yeah. seeing just yeah. that uh, affirmation, yeah. uh, you know, as, as the word connected with them. Right. Um, you had, of course, because, because all the volunteers, seamless in, seamless out. Yeah. You're running multi, yeah. you know, m- multiple services. Yeah. And uh, 
I remember the uh, iPad camera one one Sunday got so hot it shut down and (laughs) (laughs) just all these you you know silly things that you're facing but the the desire was so much and you started doing first Wednesdays yeah and uh, and so what 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 was First Wednesday and yeah. and how did that impact the church? Yeah, so First Wednesdays is something that you know uh, that we started. Uh, so we rented the schools forever, right? And didn't have a building, but when we built this a few years ago, um, we were able to start doing First Wednesdays. And so it started very slow, maybe twenty people, then forty, then a hundred, then two hundred, then three hundred, and then no room at all. And but we began to see that our people were really, man, getting affectionate towards God through through worship and getting bold with it and our prayer time and people coming to the altar. And we began to see, oh, my goodness, this this is the very heart of of what's going on here at Leave a Mark now, you know, us pressing into God on these first Wednesdays. And so. We did the first Wednesdays out there as well, driving, you know, and that first Wednesday that you guys were here, it was right after, you know, the the protest and, you know, crazy riots stuff going on in Columbus. Well, that Sunday when we were doing our services, we literally smelt the smoke of the fires going on in Columbus. Down here. It was surreal, man. I mean, we're doing church and we're just like, we stopped for a minute. Like, guys... We can literally smell our city on fire right now. I mean, it gripped us. It's mm-hmm. like, man, man. And so, and then that next Wednesday, the following Wednesday is, you know, when, when you were here and you prayed over what we're doing and God just showed up. And it's just, man, there's just, it's providing our community with a place where they can come and and it's a re- it's literally a refuge it's a celebration you know they could come here and all the things going on in our world they could come here and be loved and celebrate and know that God still has a plan man. and i'm man it just <laughs> and you know with the park out here it seems like you know how how insignificant very significant people couldn't go to parks they couldn't go to Playgrounds, they couldn't. We as a church couldn't offer them a building, but man, we could offer them 40 acres and we could offer them a great park and a great walking path. And, um, and they, they, they know that you know we sacrificially gave for that, and people appreciate it. You know, we provided a place where you know they could come safe, good place. I mean, I came to several of first Wednesdays and just. For me, out of that that need to be at the in a worship experience, it's different than a Sunday. Yeah, and yes. it, it, it it felt more organic and immersive. Yes, um, and you know, as I've talked to people this past year, the feel the desire for a live worship service. So, some, the people who are going to go back to church have gone back to church, but the other ones are still hanging on, yeah. still missing, e- even some you know, in socially distanced auditoriums or whatever, or they, they just desire that live worship experience. You, yeah. you, you couldn't get that online. Right. It wasn't the same. It wasn't the same thing. 
And then as the year went on, you did a combo inside, outside. You have a large garage door you yep. could open. So yep. if people wanted to stay outside in their yep. um, seats, they could do that. Or if they wanted to come into the, you know, into the auditorium, they could do that. We gave people options. Mm-hmm. You know, there was when we did the move in, you know, we said we're doing drive in. And then we said we're, we're doing move in. Right. So we moved back in. But we kept all the options open. We still, even today, we still do the FM radio. People still sit in our parking lots and don't feel comfortable coming in, but they want to be here. And so every weekend, we're still doing the drive-in. That's still an option. Uh, when it's warm enough, we open up the big door. People sit in our court, courtyard, and they do church out there. And then, obviously, we have in-person but our online has exploded. I mean, we're we're in 27 states now, and I think seven countries. We were in Moscow a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Is that crazy? And so online live. Uh, I'm not saying that they just viewed it. I'm saying with do you know having the technology, we know who's with us online live. And so now we have two of those. We have nine and eleven, and so. We're about 60-40 with that. 60, you know, in person for Easter, we had 1,256 in person. And then uh, I think we had uh, over 700 uh, live online, you know. That was Easter weekend, so that was cool. Yeah. (laughs) And people are coming to Christ online. We had four said, "I I said yes to Jesus this past weekend live online for you know and of course people are coming to christ in here it's it's nutty yeah yeah i mean you were you had emailed me a couple months ago you were doing a service with family members that you loved that that were away from god mm. and uh you you you'd said you knew about you know story of my my mm. son and and uh, you'd asked to borrow something i'd written and you j- just shared with me how mm. That was a powerful weekend. It was. With, and every, you just have weekend after weekend where people are coming to know God. And it, it mm-hmm. seems in an environment, in a culture now where attractionalism seems to take the front stage. Mm-hmm. And you, you do things well here. But attractionalism is not your motto. Right. It's literally the person. Yeah. And, you know, I'm looking at your shirt, and it says, no perfect people allowed right on the side of your, <laughs> yeah. on your sleeve. Yeah. And that yeah. means something here. Yeah. Complete judgment-free zone. Mm. Um, and uh, so tell me about the people who have been saved over the past year and what that's looked like and how that's happened. You've, you alluded to it that yeah. people are getting saved online, but yeah. there hasn't been a slowing down of that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we've had 20 services in a row now where we've had people come to Christ every service. I mean, it's, uh, I, you know, for me, I'm just like, this is going to be the week. No one's going to raise their hand. I'm going to walk out of here like, well, I'm such a you know, loser, you know. But it's just like, God, just every service, man, he shows up. There's new people here. And God, the Spirit of God is so alive. I mean... It's, I don't know, you just, I mean, like one of our services, you know, we'll have five people, ten people raise their hand. One of our services in this last 20-week services, 
I'm telling you, we had 50 people raise their hand. You know how humbling that is? I'm, I mean, you're talking from one side to the church to the other, and people are like, yes, man, I want Christ, you know? And this is not a thousand seat auditorium. No. This and, is a uh, couple hundred, few uh, hundred seat auditorium, and you're so, seeing 50 people yeah, raise their hand. It's crazy. And, um, it's 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 really amazing to me, you know. It's humbling, and um, you know, it yeah. It's really really been special for us. And you know, something that we did too that was so amazing. Uh, so, uh, my sister my sister watches online, and she lives in North Carolina. My my younger sister, and she called me. She says, Steve, I got cancer. And she had breast cancer, and she's crying. And so we prayed, and first Wednesday was coming up. I said, you know what? I says, if you're okay with this, you're part of our church. You're part of our online, online community. And we love our online community. We're going to Zoom you in. We're going to anoint you with oil. All the people watching online are going to be praying for you. Everyone here in service is going to pray for you. And so we had our, started our worship, and then we went into prayer. We Zoomed her in from her living room. Uh, her daughter was with her and so, her son-in-law. And, man, we anointed, they anointed her with the oil. <laughs> and we prayed for her. It was incredible. Everyone in here prayed. Everybody online prayed for her. And then we shared with the online community. We said, guys, if you have prayer requests, send them in right now. And so they're sending them in. I had a group over here reading the prayer request off to the people here. I had a prayer team up here. They would read it. This person would pray out loud, and we'd all be praying. Next prayer request, read it. We pray. We prayed for the online prayer requests were coming in. Finally, we had to say, hey, guys, Keep those coming in, but we're going to have to wrap this up. <laughs> it was the coolest thing. They, they, uh, so we, after the service, a bunch of us gathered. Man, let's just start going through those online prayer requests. We prayed for every single one of them. But we eventually said, if you're here tonight and you'd like to be anointed with oil for whatever sickness or whatever's going on, so we anointed people with oil here and, and, our, and our service as well. But man, we're trying to include our online service. They're part of our faith community. Mm. That was incredible. Why, well, man? And my sister had surgery, and she's cancer-free now. No way. Yes. <laughs> so praise the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I, there's something about altering the programming and I don't mean alter, but changing the programming yeah. to fit the needs. Yeah. And there's such a latent uh, need for deep prayer for, I mean, we're isolated, we're lonely, we're feeling the culture pressure from whatever angle. Um and, and the fact that you said, "Hey, we're, we're gonna we're gonna pivot off of this." That, that's one of the values that you know that makes it that makes it so powerful here, and why I love being you know uh, connected to your mm. <laughs> connected yeah. to your church. Yeah. And, um, 
So a lot of pastors really worried about attendance, and you and I got together, and mm-hmm. I remember you sharing, you're like, Adam, what? attendance is good, giving is great, and I, I still feel heavy. Yeah. And then, you know, mm-hmm. our conversation continued, and, and uh, I'm a data guy, and, and mm-hmm. you're like, what happens when the data and the spirit... <laughs> Don't yeah. agree with each yeah, other. The data. And we had a good debate on that, yeah. right? The data and the divine, yeah. And uh, yeah. so yeah. the data would say, why am I going to go forward with a campaign, yeah. a building campaign? Yeah. Why would I go forward yeah. with, and you're like, my insides yeah. are screaming, I need to go ahead with this. Yes. Now, we just left your office mm. a, a few minutes ago. And on it, you showed me the master plan for the campus and your phase one. What in the world? Yeah. Man, Adam, it's a miracle. I'm telling you, you know, I began to, in in the scripture, God just gave me, man, such a green light. I know that sounds kind of goofy maybe, but I really believe in his word. God says, whatever you go for, I'm going to be, I'm going to be right there with you. You do it. And so convincing my leadership team who are data driven, you know, they're, you know, their minds work that way. Look, the, the data doesn't match. The bank says we got to do this. I said, I, I believe with all you my You had two big numbers the bank yeah, was telling yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. We had to uh, come up with a down payment of $600,000. And then we had to grow our annual income. And so... We did both of those. We during were, COVID. During COVID, we raised six hundred thousand dollars in two months, and um, and our twenty twenty offerings went up thirty five percent. I mean, thirty five percent. Only God, right? And um, and we watched God move, and so um, our offerings have, you know, did have not dropped off <laughs> coming into twenty twenty one, right? And so, I mean, God is just so faithful. And so we're breaking ground uh, May 17th uh, for a new auditorium and uh, and an outdoor amphitheater. An outdoor amphitheater because was the very first thing I noticed when yeah, I looked at the yeah, plans. Yeah. <laughs> an outdoor amphitheater. Yes. You think, this is Roman times. and yep. But actually, it may be perfect. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then you you were sharing me some of the like okay this is going to be this one's going to become a family center the right. auditorium that yep. you have now yep. um, you you are probably going to want to turn this into some type of dream center at some point yeah. in the future and um, Steve you've you've been in, involved in all of the calls with for Columbus and you've been to mm-hmm. leadership summit and you mm-hmm. were on the Barna City's kickoff and. And her statement is, Adam, I want to do something. I, I, I don't know what to do. Right. And so if if there are churches or nonprofits out there that are saying, hey, we're good at this, but not good at that. I, I mean, is there I, what, what what's your stance as far as yeah. like helping the city? Um, so we've had this conversation before, you know, we bought 40 acres at the corner of Parsons and Rathmel. We're right across the street from the uh, Hamilton School District, a district that's struggled over the years, but now they're rated in excellence. They finished this $100 million school project, new buildings. They have an incredible staff over there. Uh, They say that 60% of the kids that go there are at poverty level. 
60 60%. So we try to serve over there as much as we can and, uh, you know, and just serve families as well. Um, but, you know, this 40 acres is a gift to our community. We, like I said, we've invested in this park. Uh, people are coming out here who maybe will never step foot in this building, but that doesn't mean they're not a part of who we are here uh, and our, and they're not on our radar for loving them, right? Mm. Because we are influencing them. We are, we are being generous to them. We are giving hospitality to them. And so you never know when they're going to come walking in here, you know, one of these days. But, man, I, I'm open and very excited to work with anybody that would say, hey, I'd like to invest in this 40 acres because I want to invest in the community mm. here. So let's put a coffee shop on here. Let's build a, let's build a gym. We'll put a gym here. Something that we can make part of this campus, but it just is a place that people can come every single day. I'll teach people to do things in excellence. Everything we do around here, you know, we want, we want to do things in excellence, right? Excellence honors God and inspires people. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we want to, when people see this and we teach them, like, this is how we want to serve. Like, when you sign up, you show up, and this is what expected when you serve. And if you mow the lawn, like, do it this way, and, like, do it well. And so I think even the work that we're doing out here and how this property is transforming is impacting people when they drive by. They go like, man, mm-hmm. this place, is a, it's not done in arrogance, any of that, just in excellence. And, um, and that, yeah, to partner with anyone in the city that has that kind of a heart, what does that look like? Um, to, to reach our city with, uh, with this property to help you know, raise the tide in you know, being a good husband, a good wife, and uh, learning what it means to uh, work hard, you know what I mean, and, and have a dream. So, yeah, we want to impact our city in a lot of ways. Now, when you say school district, there's several, couple, at least two schools over there, right? Well, it's the school district. There's the high school. It's brand-new high school, brand-new intermediate school. Brand, it's the largest elementary school in the state of Ohio. <laughs> I mean, right, right across the street. Literally, you can see it. Right across the street. And then it's surrounded by neighborhoods yeah. that um, are, are in the area. And so I, I'm going to try to play this back to you. Is You're saying if there's someone who thinks this community is important and you and they want to yes. invest in, and reach people in this community, this land is available to help partner to, to have to be a conversation. Absolutely. Yes. And, and I, it's so funny, Steve. Whenever someone from this part, anywhere in the lower half of Columbus is like, where should I go try somewhere? I'm like, you need to go try mm. leave a mark because they're making an impact. Their people love each other They, uh, no matter what. Um, you know, and I've, I can't, there's just countless stories of uh, grace that I've heard in this building and on these grounds and not just from you, but from people that have been here and you've created an environment where everyone's welcome, where people are getting safe, where people are getting plugged in, where people are discovering their gifts and how they can use stuff. And, and I say this, and, and, and this to you every time is you, you, you are a light on this part of our town. 
You are a light for South Columbus. Um, and um, I just really appreciate what you're doing here. And I, I want everyone to see it and experience it. Yeah. And um, so that, yeah. you know, not, not to say, oh, wow, that's amazing what they're doing, but that there's little tweaks that they could do at their church to, to, to still experience this. There's so many churches, you know, probably 150 churches that have closed in Columbus the past mm. year. And so those people are all mm. homeless church, you right. know. Um, but then, you know, we, you have uh, at least sustained here and your giving's gone up um, and you really want the community. And you're reaching seven countries and a bunch of different That's states, nuts. but you love yeah. this community. Yeah. And... Uh, and so, you know, marketplace leaders, uh, nonprofit leaders, uh, church partners, you, you know, you heard Steve and um, I, I would say, hey, let's if people want to reach out to you or find out more about Leave a Mark, how, how do they do that? Yeah, they can go to our website, you know, leaveamark.org, email me, steve at leaveamark.org. Um, I mean, I, for sure, we don't have it all figured out. You know that. I mean... <laughs> It's just, uh, you know, uh, so, yeah, anybody that we can partner with. I mean, I remember the day I met you, um, and then, then we got connected. And uh, you're, like I said, I mean, I'm serious about you inspire me. I learn from you. You're an encouragement to me. Uh, you're committed to the things of Christ to reach this city. And, I mean, I... I, I want to partner with a guy like you, you know what I mean? And do life with somebody like you. And, and, uh, and I, I just, it's a thrill for me to do that. So thank you for your commitment to Columbus and, and for your friendship. Well, I cherish our relationship and I love being uh, able to speak and pour into the people yep. at your church and you pour into to me over, you know, over these years now and, Thanks for being on the yep. podcast again, Steve. Yep. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Also, rating and reviewing us on iTunes helps get the word out.